This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Uh, Beyonce <laughs> makes $24 million an hour. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Alec Baldwin this morning. Alec Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of their movie Rust. Santa Fe District Attorneys also charging the movie's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, each of them facing two counts of manslaughter. So Assistant Director David Hall signed a plea agreement for the charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. Alec claims Hall's handed in the weapon and said it was safe just before it went off. Alec's attorney said the decision to charge him, quote, represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. You know, I heard uh, one of the talking heads say yesterday, and it's like, just because it was an accident doesn't mean it wasn't a crime. Right. And uh, that's why it's involuntary manslaughter. Right. He added mean to do it. Right. He added that Baldwin relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured him the gun did not have live rounds. He had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. As for why Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed are each facing two counts of involuntary manslaughter, it's because one of them includes a firearm enhancement. Jury's going to have to decide which version of the crime each of them is guilty of, if either. The version with the enhancement comes with a mandatory five-year prison sentence. Otherwise, it's a much more lenient 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine. Of course, that's the max. Preliminary hearing is about two months away. Yeah. So, I mean, they both could end up not going to jail. I think there's there's another person. I forget if he was like the assistant director or something who is working with police who is not going to jail. And he has to go up and speak on on those two. Yep. He took some sort of... I don't know what you call that. Like a plea? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, the DA said the evidence clearly shows a pattern of criminal disregard for safety on the Rust film set. In New Mexico, there is no room for film sets that don't take our state's commitment to gun safety and public safety seriously. Yeah, I was looking at some of the comments from listeners who disagreed with the decision to charge Alex, saying, you know, he's getting a raw deal because, you know, an actor shows up to work, and typically in cases like this, you know, this is how the movie and television business has been for decades. They show Mm -hmm. up, the armorer hands them the gun, they're in charge of the safety. Why are they charging Alec? But the truth is, he was the boss. Yeah, that's it. He was was the producer. (laughs) He wasn't just an actor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just like if, if we... Uh, you know, accidentally injured or heaven forbid killed someone in in the charge of our responsibilities here at work, not only would we get personally sued, but you imagine the company would get sued as well if yep. it were 
something that happened on the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to take a quick break here. The passing of a rock legend we'll talk about coming up, plus Beyonce and the Black Eyed Peas making headlines. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home Instagram just announced a new feature called Quiet Mode, which helps users focus by pausing all notifications from the app. Yeah, here's how it works. You set your Instagram to Quiet Mode, then a friend texts you, hey, did you see that thing I sent you on Instagram? The Senate Judiciary Committee has announced that it will hold a hearing next week on Ticketmaster's mishandling of Taylor Swift's ticket sales, and even that's sold out. <laughs> People are talking about this. Ukrainian President Zelensky said that he isn't sure if Vladimir Putin is still alive. Ooh. Right now, 20 Russian officials are sitting around a conference table like, you poke him. No, you. <laughs> According to a new study, men who. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Take Viagra. Decrease their risk of developing heart disease by nearly 40%. So even more bad news for exhausted grandmas. He's... <laughs> He's going to be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, weather-wise, mostly cloudy and cold today. And the possibility of a, a stray snow flurry in a high of 39. Man, I'll tell you, that wind was crazy yesterday. Oh, it was. It was, yeah. it was yeah. so weird. Sound. So they were saying, you know, like t between 2 p.m. and 7 p.m., was when uh, our best chances for severe weather were supposed to happen. So I tried to get the car washed early, you know, so I could get it home and get it in the garage because mm -hmm. <laughs> it needed it. Put it on lockdown. Right. And uh, right about 2 o'clock, I pulled on the car wash around the corner here. Yeah. It was sunny. By the time I left, the wind had whipped up and it was cloudy and it was coming in fast, coming in hot. I put a video up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page yesterday. I was sitting in the pickup line waiting to get my daughter, and the clouds were moving so fast. It formed like a little perfect, like, 
heart or alien circle or something. <laughs> yeah. It oh, was, yeah. I'm not kidding you. It was the most intense thing I've ever seen. It was like I bet this. it was an alien. And I bet the clouds were moving so fast because the spaceship was sucking them up. I think so. It it's could possible. have been. Because <laughs> yeah. they need rain on their planet, so they're stealing our clouds. And all I was thinking was, <laughs> could you guys get this freaking pickup line moving so that we can get out of here? <laughs> yeah, but... Uh... Despite the wind, though, we had a lot of wind. The power flicked flicked on and off a few times, but oh, luckily, thankfully, we didn't lose any power. And I don't feel like we got a whole lot of rain. At least we didn't in Kenwood. Yeah. No, the sun was back out by the time it was... It was weird. It was dark, yeah. cloudy, windy, cold, just spitting rain, and then all of a sudden... Yeah. I was all set to take out the trash, but it was still crazy windy. I'm like, oh, I think I'll wait. <laughs> You're asking for it. Right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, but today, mostly cloudy and cold. Stray snow flurry at a high of 39. Right now, it's 35 at Q102. So Robert Pattinson, the Batman, says that he has tried every fad diet he can think of except consistency. <laughs> he did an interview with ES Magazine. He said, I once ate nothing but potatoes for two weeks as a detox. Just boiled potatoes and Himalayan pink salt, which is supposed to be really good for you. Apparently, it's a cleanse. You definitely lose weight. Hmm. Said he also tried keto once, but he didn't realize he couldn't drink beer on it. He said he's never struggled with body image, but there is a dangerous pressure put on men to be in shape and lose weight, especially when you're the Batman. He said even if you're just watching your calorie intake, it's extraordinarily addictive and you don't quite realize how insidious it is until it's too late. Yeah, that's true. We don't really talk about that much with men that got to squeeze into rubber suits. They got to. Well, you'll hear like the the superhero men that have to be extra beefy. will talk about the diets that they go on and and the workout routines that they have to go through every day. And it's intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard to be that beautiful. (laughs) This doesn't just happen, you know. That's right. I also like those stories where the men gain a lot of weight to play a role as well. Like Mark Wahlberg has been known to do that and some other people where they just eat and eat and eat right. so that they can gain weight That is weight scary to me because doing that is real easy. And fun. Yeah, losing but, it is tough. But taking it back is the hardest. Like, are there any actors that you could think of that gained a bunch of weight for a, a role and never lost it? Oh, never lost it? I think most of the ones that agree to do it Have are like Mark Wahlberg and, like, know how to come back off. from it yeah. and know that they can and have a plan. Uh, now, Donnie Wahlberg, I know, lost a lot of weight for a role. Oh, he did get really super ago. skinny. Remember when Matthew McConaughey lost all of that weight for the movie Dallas Buyers Club? Oh, right. Remember, oh, he yeah. was so thin, like scary thin. He was. I forgot about mm. that. Oh, yeah. That's dangerous. Meanwhile, Beyonce is set to make $24 million for one show, and that show is only an hour long. It's at a resort in Dubai, and it's this weekend, and it's invite only. So she's not even selling tickets. I guess it's a private show. Is it somebody's birthday? It's usually Probably. one of those, like, the king of something's daughter's birthday. Yeah, or some, you know, company that's got the dough to throw that around. Anyway, people can actually hear her return or could actually hear her rehearsing from outside the resort. And some fans have posted videos. Uh, She's been rehearsing uh, Crazy in Love. A fan heard Halo, Drunk in Love, and Spirit from the 2019 version of The Lion King. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're pumped. I've been to two of her shows, and she does not disappoint at all. Does she come on stage on time? 
Yes, she did. <laughs> and she's incredible. I mean, she is sexy. She dances. She really sings. She's engaging. Yeah. She has a fan blowing her hair all over the place. She does. She they they rolled out a yeah. saddle where she got on it doggy style and yeah. and sexually danced during the song while she sang. Then what, I, it was, it, it, was, it, was it appropriate for the song? Did it uh, make yeah, sense it was to be partition, partition down? Partition, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but her wig is Jen. It's not or is a, it just you know in the middle of whatever? It's not a it's not a fan they roll out. She has a stage that is specifically designed where the wind shoots up from the floor. Yeah. So the angle is constantly blowing her hair back. Well, you know, when you when you have long hair and you're getting all sweaty and your hair sticks to your face, it's really annoying. So having those fans there are for probably, you know, that purpose. Yeah. Plus she wears all of those like really tight pantyhose. You know, those gotta be hot. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. leotards and stuff. Yeah. It's gotta be hot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gosh, who was I watching? Whitney Houston. Um, that documentary that's on, I think, HBO right now, she was a sweater. She was always drenched on stage. Oh, like, But just in a sexy way. So, but, no, like, like she's been to the gym and has been in, or in a really hot, Intense hot cardio. yoga class. Oh, yeah, man, she, <laughs> because, she got into it. She... Yeah, just, I mean, all. just soaked. Like, she would be standing on stage with the towel having to wipe herself off. She was so sweating. Wow. Uh, I remember that from her when they showed the trailer for the movie, and she was, the person was recreating her national anthem. Uh-huh. And in the national anthem, she is just exploding in sweat. Yeah. Just pouring. Mm. That's got to be hard to be that kind of sweater. I know. I, like it Nick gets Carter. in your eyes yeah. and is ugh. Oh yeah, I mean you. Gosh, I have a sweat. I have a you, sweaty head. You talk about how it just sort of rains down yeah. on your forehead. I can get a. I have a. My head gets hot. I sweat on the. My head sweats, and then my chest or my main sweaty mm. areas when I get super hot. <laughs> like I don't do. I don't have underarm issues. Like boob sweat. No. I yeah, a little boob sweat, but mostly head and chest. Well, passing of a rock legend, folk rock pioneer David Crosby died yesterday. And if you don't know who David Crosby was, I guarantee you've heard his music. He oh, was yeah. in Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It's been a long One of the founding members of the Birds. And uh, actually became a real name for himself when teaming with Stephen Stills and Graham Nash in 1969. Is that a Yacht Rock song right there? It's Yacht Rock Near. Yeah. <laughs> we play a lot of it on the uh, HD2 channel. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was 81 years old, and as I mentioned, he was one of the founding members of the Birds. He was in that band. lived a lifetime in the 60s because whenever I hear this music I almost feel like I was if I hadn't you already alive, you have memories like, associated with it. I well I just immediately feel stoned and like make love not war just <laughs> I, I just I immediately get into this kind of zone yeah, well, I mean, you know, David Crosby, he played at Woodstock. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of peace, love, and war. Didn't yeah. he father some children with somebody? Melissa Atheridge right. was the... Yeah. Uh, did Is that confirmed, or uh, that was a rumor? I don't know if they ever said that... 
I feel um, like he did confirm it did years he? later. Okay. Yeah. Two or three kids. Um, yeah, but I mean, he he played at Woodstock, and it's it's famously known since they announced it on stage when Crosby, Stills, and Nash played Woodstock in 1969. It was only the second time they had ever performed in front of people. Wow! So imagine how nervous you your second live performance of your of your lifetime together with this guy with with this band. Mm-hmm. And that's your audience. Like, yep. it was just a sea of people that went on as far as the eye could see. And, like, think about think about Paycor Stadium and how many people that holds. A lot. How many people 67,000. 67,000. Yeah, 60. Woodstock, 300,000 human beings. Can you imagine? There. That was the audience. Ugh, I bet it was amazing. Here's David Crosby talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with us. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I remember being terrified. <laughs> but nobody had seen us try to get up and sing harmony together. So they all came. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. Everybody we thought was cool in the world was standing in a huge semicircle behind us. Dead airplane band Hendrix, who they were all standing there on stage. If it was going to collapse, that's when it would have collapsed. Yeah. Were, you know, it rained at one point during that festival, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just a sea of mud. Yeah, and, and people didn't care, man. Nope. Nope. Um, he fathered two of her kids. Two. Hmm. Mm. And wow. then one of them, uh, one of them pass away. Did one of them commit suicide or no, overdose yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. It's possible. Possible. Anyway, uh, David Crosby gone at the age of eighty-one. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's your, you, know, you get more. We got well. We haven't talked about pooping unicorns yet. We teased that, so we probably ought to talk oh, about sure. pooping unicorns. I mean, I can't miss this story. Uh, I know sure. this is a big deal. Unicorn World is coming to Cincinnati, so it's important for me to be aware of what's All happening. Of, yeah, you got to know everything unicorn these yeah. days. So the Black Eyed Peas are heading to court against a bunch of unicorns that poop slime. Have you ever heard of the toy line, Poopsie Slime Surprise? I haven't. Poopsie Slime Surprise. It's a company that makes, the company that makes them is called MGA Entertainment, and they did a series of ads with animated unicorns singing and dancing to a song called My Poops. So it includes the hook, My Poops, My Poops, My Sparkly Glitter Poops. And it sounds suspiciously like my humps. My humps. So the peas and their label are suing MGA for ten million bucks. Uh, let's see the evidence. Right. What you gonna do with all that poop? All that poop? Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. I'm a poop, 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 poop. Oh yeah, I gotta get loopy off my poopy. Uh, my poop, my poop. That's hot. My poop, my poop, my poop. Check it out. I drive my parents crazy. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk. Oh, yeah. Get you love drunk off my hump. My hump, my hump. I hope they sold a lot of those poopsy slime surprise so, to pay that $10 million yeah, really to Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. $10 million seems low then if they, I mean, if this is legit. If it is a case, big business. I don't know how big the business is, broke. but it sounds like they have a case. That's a All toy right. that kids love. That is your latest D News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. 
If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Carrie Underwood at the Heritage Bank Center on March 2nd. And we're also tossing in four tickets to the Bridal-Rama Winter Showcase, which happens at the Duke Energy Center on February 4th and 5th. So we'll kick that off next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Hello. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How you doing this morning? Good. Excellent. Awesome. So uh, glad to hear it. Yeah. We got your headlines here. Carrie Underwood, Bridal Rama. It's on the table and it's all yours. If you could just tell us which one of these is the real one. So Becky is it A. Thieves tried to rob a cannabis dispensary but crash into solar panels. Is it B couple robs dispensary but gets caught driving ten miles an hour on the highway? Or C, woman sues dispensary claiming the medicine they sold her made her high. I'm going to go with C. No, Becky, it's not C today. Is it A? It is A today. Wow. Yeah, at this point, everyone kind of knows the profile of a Florida man <laughs> or Florida woman mm-hmm. in the police blotter. Uh, this is a this is a very California crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three men were arrested on Tuesday after trying to rob at least two cannabis dispensaries in Northern California's wine country. Beautiful up there. And uh I bet the cannabis is really good too. Oh. They they know how to do it in California. Oh my goodness, you're yeah. kidding. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Anyway, during their high speed escape, one of the thieves' cars, uh Mercedes, ran off the road and crashed into a field of solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I don't I, I can't tell you what caused it to veer off the road, so let's assume that during the getaway the shotgun passenger was eating a hella bomb avocado toast when a chunk fell out. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> The driver lunged to keep it from falling on their latest screenplay and lost control. Maybe that was it. I don't know. The suspects were charged with suspicion of conspiracy, possessing burglary tools, resisting arrest, and evading police officers. And it's unclear what they even took, but a dispensary in the area that was robbed the day before says that they were robbed of $40,000 in product and cash. So there could be a connection. There might just be. Yes. I know. What other stupid <sighs> stories do I? I feel like I got a couple. Oh, yeah. A couple out of California accidentally locked themselves up in dog crates. They weren't committing a crime or anything. They were they were just trying to test out which dog crate would be a good fit for their pup. Okay. And they got themselves locked inside? And <laughs> somehow. I don't know how. They got stuck in the thing. Yeah, luckily Stephanie and Jerry Ferrari were able to maneuver themselves in a way that they could let each other out of the crate. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was security footage of the incident. Wow. Right That's awesome. You know, the dog is like, what's going on? What are you idiots doing? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you guys. Pets. Oh, last night, Gracie, you know that baby she drags around? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like a dog. You yeah. know, she makes that weird yellow. What, what kind of little toy is it? It's like a Christmas gnome. I don't even know where it came from. It, it wasn't designed it's a cat to be a toy. cat toy. Oh, it's I, not. I guess it's a cat toy. I don't even know how or where we got it. Yeah. We got two of them. And it, it just, it looks like a tail uh-huh. with a Christmas dunce hat, like with an elf hat on top okay. of it. <laughs> yeah. And she drags this thing around depending on... You know, if she wants attention, she'll, like, grab it from wherever it is. So usually, like, if it's upstairs and we're downstairs, she'll bring it downstairs. Mm-hmm. And she'll make that yowling noise. And she won't place it at your feet, but she wants you to acknowledge her or invite but her so up. She's, this is her version of bringing you a dead bird. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. she can't go so She's contributing to the household and showing her thanks for the great care you give her. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what will happen is I'll go up to bed and she'll come up with me, and she'll jump in the bed with me, and she wants to snuggle before sleep sleeping time. Sure. This is so ridiculous. No, this is how it works. This is like kids. This when is how it works when, yeah. when you've got them, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, Gracie, you need to, I need to roll over, and I need to go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, you need. So she jumps off the bed, and what does she do? She goes downstairs and gets, gets her baby. I mm-hmm. call her baby. Sure. She drags that thing up and wakes me up. Mm-hmm. Gracie, that's enough. Go to bed. Yeah. Uh, about a half hour later, I hear it again because she went down to get the second one. Oh. Yeah. Well, she's. Uh, you're obviously not paying enough attention to her. Are you spending oh enough oh, time during the attention. day? <laughs> well, uh, only cat. Well, apparently it's not enough for her. She wants more. Dad, Maybe she Dad. needs a friend. Maybe you need to get another cat or I, a dog I know or where something. you're going with this, and it's not going to happen. I don't know why not. Well, well, she used to have another cat there, and I mean, then she's, Joe passed. Don't so you think she's she lonely? used to having one. Yeah, but that's different because she, she was always with Joe. Like, I, I feel like... In the in the instances that I've seen, say other family members bring another cat into the mix when there was only one, even if they came from a litter and they've lost their siblings, like it just never seems to go well. Well, uh, my mother has a fourteen year old cat, and she just brought two other adult cats into the house, and it is one big love fest. Really, it's going to depend on the personality of the cats. You're going to have to you're going to have to take her to the shelter. And let her socialize. Pick one out. Yes, let her let her <laughs> let pick, pick out a friend. Pick out her little brother or sister. Do you do yeah. that? Like, can you take your? Cat I think they like. I know they've freak. let you bring dogs. I think they let you bring. You know, because you kind of want to see if it's going to get along with other. Do- I think they. I don't know. You would have to ask, but I think. Well, you may can- be honest on that because last night she did something she's never done before. She brought the baby into bed with me. No oh, boy. I don't yeah. know if the fact that Kristen's you know out of town yes. had anything to do with it That's or what. Why. Oh, she's probably. like, well, this woman is gone, so now I can bring the baby to bed. Oh, that might be. <laughs> We're having our a regular trio now. I don't know, but you're a thruple. That's kind of what I love about. It. I mean, cats are so. I mean, dogs are cool too. I'm. I'm. I'm as much love well, them. No, I would argue. I'm definitely more of a cat person than a dog person. But yeah, no, I love dogs for a variety of different reasons. Yeah. It's just a whole other experience, totally different experience being a cat mom versus a I just dog cats mom. make me laugh, man. I just think they're funny. And oh, there's this woman who's posting videos of her cat on TikTok bringing random pieces of meat meat to her, back to her front door after he explores the outside. He brings oh, that's meat. Funny. <laughs> oh my god, he has a hot dog. <laughs> Like, where did he even get that? Where are you getting it? I don't know. 
Oh. Is he like going through the neighborhood trash or something? I don't know, but it sounds like he's very resourceful. Yeah, that's funny. Predators, right? Oh, yeah. I guess. I mean, built into them. I could see a bird, but... Hot dog. <laughs> Who knows what they'll find? You could take Sheena on line one, Jeff. She has a, a possible kitten situation for you. <laughs> hey, Sheena. Hi, how are you? Good, yourself? Good. So, a kitten showed up at my house about a week ago. My husband told us we couldn't keep it. We are fostering the cat without my husband knowing. So, I have a cute, and I mean, he is adorable kitten that is looking for a home. Oh. Well, wow. and I feel like you need a kitten. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, I wonder, I, you know, I wonder what would maybe it, it seems that Gracie does have some mothering instincts if she has this baby. Yeah. So maybe you drag a this kitten, thing around. Yeah, she could. Maybe a kitten would be a better fit than getting another adult. Totally. Yeah. Huh. And what a nice surprise. Na- what a nice surprise. His name's Frankie. Frankie? Gracie Frankie's and Frankie. Name. There you go. It's perfect. Oh, Grace, and, Grace Frankie. and Frankie. That's a show. Oh, yes. my God. It's <laughs> meant to be. And I'll tell you, it is the sweetest thing. Like, some of my, all of my cats have been wonderful with the new two babies that I've gotten. And it's the sweetest thing in the world to just see them take care of the babies. Oh, Jeff, yeah. you need a baby cat. Be sweet for Gracie to take care of a baby. I can email you pictures. He's so Please cute. Do. Please Grace. do. <laughs> what color is he? He's gray, like a Bengal tiger gray with, oh. like, like spots on his belly. He is, and he's the sweetest thing ever. He He's just so full of life. and Short hair, him, long hair. He's a mix. He's, like, he's short hair, fluffy. but, like, he has little little spiky hairs on him. He's, yeah. he's so freaking cute. You don't have yourself a coon cat, do you? A main king. That's, a main that's coon? what I... That's what my oldest daughter said he kind of looked like. And I was like, he's too little, though. But yeah. it was super cold outside the other day, and I couldn't keep him outside because I felt horrible. Yeah. So I brought him in, and my husband doesn't know. He's hidden in a room. I was just and- going to say, how are you doing that without him knowing? I love it. That's great. And the good thing is he doesn't in- listen to Q102, so he's not going to hear it. <laughs> okay. That's great. <laughs> Your secret is safe with oh, us. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I really think you should send us pictures because, yeah. you know, if okay. Jeff can't take it, maybe we could at least post find somebody it who that's can true. and find someone that might be able to take it so that way you can get your husband back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then so, once you do that, um, everybody with a stray cat is going to be hitting you up to post pictures. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're here to share some love, Jeff. Okie doke. One meow yeah. at a time. You're in charge. <laughs> Well, if you send it to us, Jeff and Jen, J-E-N-N, at WKRQ.com, or you could open the app, and I think you can send something direct that, that way, way, too, like yeah. an actual picture. Or if you're on Facebook, you okay. send us a Facebook Any, message, yes. too. Any way, shape, or form, we're very accessible all of the here above. at the show. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, Jeff, if you're looking for a cat, she's got you know, the funny thing is, my husband's name is Jeff, so I just think it's really meant to be for you to take this kitten. Absolutely. There's just yeah. something in the air. There, there is. <laughs> How would Kristen feel if she returned home and there was another cat living there? She would murder me. Oh, she would not. Not, not for having another cat, but for not discussing with her first. Oh, okay. Be well, you better send her a text. As cute as Frankie is, <laughs> I think it would be fine. All right. All right. As soon as you send the pic, I'll text it Forward to Kristen. Forward it to Kristen. And we'll take we'll it under consideration. <laughs> All right. I will you. send you guys some pictures. You bet. Great. Good Have a good to day. You, you too. too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. It's so much fun having lots of cats. 
<laughs> I bet it is. It is. I'm telling you, it's hilarious. And and how do you respond to the people who hear that you have eight cats and are like, oh dear God, like her <laughs> place must be trash. Like, what does it smell like? Like, how do you? It doesn't smell. I have I have testers in all the time because I'm always asking, you know, does it you smell also, in here? Can it smell in here? You got a big place too. Yeah. There's room. I mean, there's room absolutely. But what's funny is they all like being close to me, so they're all usually around. I thought, you know, when I kept acquiring all these cats, I kept thinking, you know, I'll probably have one or two with me in the room at the time because, you know, cats are kind of solitary and they go off to their little area in the house, wherever that may yeah, be. Yeah, they're very and, independent yeah, cats. Yeah, you know, you would think, you know, one will be in my room, one will be in the spare bedroom, one will be up in my office, one will be downstairs in Jacob's place. You know, I thought they'd be spread out and I'd, and I thought this will be great because I love having a cat around. So when you got eight, odds are good. I will always have one close by. Mm. I usually have all Four. of them <laughs> close by. But it's, um, yeah, it's super fun. It's, it's never boring. Mary says, if you need to introduce a cat to the house, get some comfort zone and plug it up and slowly introduce a new one. It works because I've done it multiple times. Is that a product? I don't know. I think so. I think there might be some kind of something. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what I've done is I put a screen door in front of like the bed, the spare bedroom door. There was a screen door and I had each new kitten that came in was their room was that spare bedroom. But I had the screen there so they could meet the other cats through the screen, just kind of check each other out. The other cats would sit and watch the new ones running around and the new ones would come up to the screen and kind of sniff. So they introduced each other in like neutral territories. Oh. And so the new ones felt safe in their area and the old older ones were safe in their area. And then they made the transition so easy. Hmm. Well, let me ask Want to borrow my screen door? (laughs) Gracie, how do you feel about a little brother or sister? (laughs) No? No, 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 no. Are you sure? No, no, cat. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. All right. You're the boss. All right. Quick check on the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Dial to 101.9. You'll also find us there, too. Someone asked me one time, I wish there was like a live podcast. Um, (laughs) It it is called radio. Yeah. That's so funny. That's amazing. Or a stream. I mean, I can't tell you how many people... It's two. It's 2023, and people will get Facebook messages from people saying, well, I really miss you guys. I moved out of town, so I can't listen to Q102 anymore. Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to us live. Every live single day. All day. We stream uh, really all over the world. We do. Mm-hmm. We have a big following in Lithuania, <laughs> I, and I don't know why. Th- that's not a joke. I am not kidding. Yeah. Because we... Or was it Latvia? It was something up Latvia. there. Oh, it was Latvia. Oh, it was Latvia. Yeah. yeah, Latvia. Where My is bad. Latvia? It's in the Baltics. Yeah, but what happened was we, um, at the end of the year, we were looking over some of our statistics and logistics. And so we could see, like, this many people listen all over the world, X, Y, Z, whatever. And number four in the world was Latvia. <laughs> and I was like, That's hey, hilarious. That's amazing. 
saying. What do we know in Latvia? I don't know. But I would please give us a call, 513-749-2320 if you're listening Country online. code is Country one. Country code zero one. Yeah. Zero, yeah. <laughs> I'll put this on the podcast. Maybe they could be able to hear it. That's funny. funny. All right. Uh, how'd you like to get paid a thousand bucks to eat cheese every night? Yeah, I do it for free now. Why not? Also, an alarm to prevent you from daydreaming. I need that. <laughs> I need it right now. <laughs> I just, I, I check out all the time. Yeah. I'm Where'd sorry, you go, Jeff? Oh. It's November 20th. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is actually Friday, the 20th of January of 2023. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, we were talking about uh, football here just a bit and this Sunday's game with the Bengals against the Bills. And we are less than a month until the Super Bowl. So if you're planning your party, you might want to add meatballs to the list. We were tailgating uh, last Sunday night. Somebody made some Swedish meatballs that were so good. There is something about a good meatball. Is it the ball or is it the gravy or the sauce? It was all of it together, I think. Yeah, someone looked at Google data to compile a list of the most popular grub for Super Bowl parties, and somehow they found that America's top choice is somehow meatball. You, you would have, you'd think it would be wings, but I guess it's meatballs. Rest of the top ten, guacamole. Chips and salsa, your tater tots. Tater tots. I love me some tater tots. Chili, then buffalo wings, mm. followed by hummus, nachos, pigs in a blanket, and spinach artichoke dip. Yum. We ordered, so um, we went, you know, I'm a Kroger Boost member, so I went on the Kroger app, and you can go there and order ahead uh, home chef party trays. So I have a party tray of chicken tenders that we ordered and then a party tray of chicken wings. And we have some of our neighbors and friends coming over for a little party on Sunday. Fun. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to get a bunch of different like sauces. Yeah. You know, like maybe have the Chick-fil-A sauce out there and the wing sauce. and Ranch. Some Sweet Baby Ray and some ranch and blue yeah. cheese. Like, just do a little, I was going to say, you got to have some buffalo blue cheese. I know. Just yeah. do a little buffet. Right. Yeah, it was interesting. Pizza did not make the cut, but maybe that's because a lot of people munch on finger foods and snacks. Uh, in a poll, 70% of people say they mainly eat appetizers on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so do yeah. we. And 74% say they make their own food for the game rather than ordering. Yeah, Kristen is all about skyline dip. She's like, it's it's not it's not a football party if we don't have skyline. You have dip. to have it. Got to have that. Yeah. It's a local thing. She was born and raised. Sure. You know, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. I it's, am too. You know, it just kind of it feels it feels like I'm just expecting them to go to the Super Bowl. It feels, it feels uh, like very that's much within like, reach. It feels like we're definitely going to be watching them this weekend, and we're definitely going to be watching them next weekend. It's not. It's like it's just going to happen. You're telling me, sister, I've been saving since been, last year. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I already got it. I semi. I was just saying. Yeah, did you did you pay LA off yet? Is that is that already been? Uh, did you pay off last year? Or are you still, yeah, are you still paying off tomatoes, last? Tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But it is funny because I heard Fritch, Fritch said off the air in an unguarded moment, she was talking to Tim about uh, something she wants to do after after the game on Sunday. But the way she phrased it was, and then when when the, uh, and then she goes, when the Bengals win on Sunday, then I want to da-da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. 
I won't say what it is. Cause... Yeah, don't say. But I also am like one of those people that's feeling very traditional in their superstitions. Like I want to just kind of do the same things that we've been doing and just feel very positive mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a change it up kind of girl. Well, I mean, you could argue that one of those things is me being at the game because I was. Well, maybe you need to go to Buffalo Sunday. Yeah. Maybe you should go. I actually I'd love think to. It's but I, I where is your Bengals gear today? Yeah, I forgot. I suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually think I meant too. To. <laughs> Last year you were out of town for a couple of these, and Jen and Tim and I went a little balls to the wall into some really good music and all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm taking requests. You yeah. got something you want to hear? <laughs> uh, Call me. 513-749-2320. What, what's, what's, do you remember any of the songs that were played in the stadium during the game? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Return of the Mac. That's right. Jeff <laughs> Morrison. I kid you not. I Jeff said Tim video. That song, that song will never go the away. The girls were dancing to it. God, that's funny. Well, then we have our Who Day Cheers. Last week, Jen, when you were out, we asked people to send us some Who Day Cheers via our app, our Q102 app. Oh, nice. We have a little way that you can, like, do talk, like, you know, give us little, some feedback. Send us a message. little feedback feature. Well, let's find out what some of the music that gets played in the stadium is. Yeah. And then uh, we'll play some of them. Yeah. How about that? That'll work. Black okay. box, strike it they up. Always they always <laughs> White stripes. Yeah. Nice. That's true. That is true. That's a good one. All right. Uh, by the way, it is uh, also, it's not just National Disc Jockey Day. It is National Cheese Lovers Day. That's a big one. Okay. And evidently there are around 1,800 varieties of cheese around the world. Meaning that if you were to go through all of them, if you tried a new one every day, it would take you five years. So That's if you, a lot of cheese. If you are up for eating cheese every day, the people at Sleep, Sleep Junkie are looking for people to help them with a study. They want to test out the theory that eating cheese before bed gives you nightmares. And if some cheeses have more of an effect than others. I don't like hearing this about cheese. You know, and you guys say the same thing about blueberries too, don't they? My friend, I've never heard that about blueberries. Uh, They're hiring five so-called dairy dreamers who will eat various cheeses before bed every night for three months. You'll be told which cheeses to eat when. They will pay for the cheese and give you a thousand dollars when you're done. We need to talk to my brother-in-law because he's a he's like a bovine vet. He's for for large uh, farm animals. Yeah, farm animals. Yeah. And he knows anything that, and he went to Cornell, and they have like a big dairy facility there. It's yeah. a big ag- agricultural program there, and he could tell you anything and everything you needed to know about dairy. Oh wow! You probably weigh in. You'll have to track your sleep and keep a journal of your experiences, particularly any dreams or nightmares you may have. You can apply through their website. I don't know. I don't want this. I don't want to do this study. Biggest qualifications, <laughs> Jen, being at least 21, which you are. I got that uh, You want a smartwatch or fitness tracker that oh, tracks sleep. Oh, darn, I don't. All right. Fritch is still in the running. I got it. And yep, being right able here. to sleep alone for three months starting in March. Okay, Fritch is out because she can't sleep alone. Do, like do pets count? Cuddler. I am a cuddler. The deadline to apply is February 10th. Yeah, okay. for a thousand bucks for three months, that's like ten bucks a day, a night. No, I don't like the nightmare. Not worth part, it. You know? I know. I don't want to. No, thank you. Just All think right. about the nightmare is minimal compared to what your body is going to do with that much it's dairy cheese. going in and out of it every day for three months. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be on a cheese and fiber study. <laughs> right. Yes. Hey, Adam. Hey, Jeff. Jen. Hey, Jim, how you doing? What's Good. up? Good. How are you? 
That's awesome. I listen to you guys every morning, religiously, on my drive into work. Nice. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. You guys are awesome. So what's hey, up? Hey, how about a little uh, welcome to the jungle for the football game this weekend? You know, I did. There's a clever idea. That one. I actually got four requests for the same song, (laughs) and Adam is the one I sent through because he was like, "All right, let's do it." I'm like, "You know what? You're right." I know. I can't believe none of us. That is awesome. I try and call into you guys all the time, never get through. So I'm happy that I got through this morning. Oh, it's good to talk to you. Thank you for calling in. All right, buddy, you got it. Today. That's perfect timing, too, because I got just enough time to play one song before a brand new second date update. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Who day? All right. Allie is in need of a second date update this morning, and this is kind of what we do. Allie, you came to the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hope. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome. I've never thought I'd be doing one of these things, you know, like I've listened forever and I cringe, but uh, here I am. And here you are. are yep. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you tell us how you met Sean and how that first date went? And we'll go from there. Yeah, totally. Um, so I met him on Hinge and I really liked him. You know, he's cute, smart, funny, you know, all the things, super easy to talk to. And like, I was surprised by how much I liked him because that's not normal for me to like jump in like that. So I saw his profile and he sounded like a really good match and all the things. And his personality was just like so much bigger than I would have imagined. Like super adventurous, like works hard, like rock climbs, cyclists, outdoorsy, all the things. And he's like super close to his family. He's got like two brothers, nieces. He just the whole package, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was showing me pictures of him. Like, we spent two hours together, like, one night. And I thought we really connected. And I really thought, like, I'd be seeing him again later. And I was super bummed because he hasn't called or texted. Like, we'd eaten at a restaurant. And when we left, he walked me to my car and, like, hugged me goodbye. And that was the last time I talked to him. Huh. Like, he did say, like, talk to you later. So I thought he'd be reaching out. But... He hasn't, and, like, I did text him once, you know, to tell him, like, I had a really, really, really nice time, but he never wrote back. Okay. Hmm. Do you guys venture into politics or start talking about kids? Oh, God, no. Okay. Yeah. Your future together, how many, you know, it, whether or not you change your name, uh, what your diet will be when you're pregnant with your fourth child. What your you kids' know. names will be. Yeah, anything like that, what kind of house you wanted to buy. No, like, we steered clear from all, like, the dangerous subjects, but... He just talked a lot about, like, what he likes to do, super outdoorsy, like I said, and, like, his family. And I was really into it because, like, I usually don't do that kind of stuff, but it sounds really cool. Mm. That does sound cool. He, he could expose you to a lot of new and interesting things. Yeah, like, that's I, I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, like I said, here we are. Right. <laughs> here we are. But, I mean, he seemed engaged and connected. I know you felt a connection and you felt you were engaged. Did he seem fully engaged in the conversation? Were you picking up on a sense of connection with him? I mean, I thought so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we take a break then? When we come back, we'll call Sean and see what his take was on his date with Allie. And if there's any chance of these two getting together again, a second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Allie meets Sean on Hinge. 
Big personality. He's active. He's adventurous. Comes from a big family. Really cool guy. And their date lasted like two hours. She found him wickedly fascinating and entertaining. Just the stories he had to tell. But the date ended in a hug and a talk to you later. Which to me sounds like a blow off. She took it literally thinking they really would talk later. So she texted him and... She never did hear back. I must feel like that's the biggest lie told on all these dates. I'll talk to you later or see you later. Well, there's a chance we may run into each other we again at some point. At the library. Before I die. <laughs> I will say, though, talking to her before the break, we talked to a lot of people. I felt like she was on the clue bus. Like, she seemed like she had her bleep together. On the ball. Yeah. Right? yeah like, so for her to misinterpret that, you know. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you thought of, Allie, that we need to know before no, I mean, we call I'm, Sean. I'm nervous. Like, we'll see what happens. All right, let's see what happens. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Sean, please? Yeah, he's speaking. Hey, Sean, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I hear you guys every morning. Like, what's the situation? What's the situation, man? <laughs> we're we're on a we're conducting an investigation. A Jeff oh. and Jen I team investigation. <laughs> Where's Scooby Doo? <laughs> well, more like where is Sean? I mean, you got you kind of dropped off the face of the earth. We got an APB out on you. Well, who said I was missing? I'm not on any milk cartons. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend Allie, the woman you met on Hinge. Yeah. Yeah, she was um, she was really nice, very nice actually, and um, very pretty. Yeah, I'll uh, tell you I what, like... she sounds like she's really on the ball, like she's got her bleep together, as Tim was saying, and at least that was our impression of her. And uh, I don't know, she just thought you were a really cool guy, big personality, kind of larger than life. Uh, well, that, that's good news to hear. I uh, I just don't think we had a lot in common. No. Um, yeah, like I, I guess this like larger than life personality kind of came from all the stories of me traveling to certain countries, and I, I like the great outdoors. So like everything that she would relay to me as the stories would finish would be like, oh wow, I've never done anything like that, or wow, that's crazy, you did that, oh my god, like I don't think I could do that. And um... as much as much as like I, I like someone who you know is obviously willing to listen i'm willing to listen to them when they have their stories but i just feel like i i i'm not really up to it if uh we're not compatible we're just two different people well do do you not think that she would be open to trying some of those things or Or are you looking for an experienced climber precisely yes i'm I'm looking for that experience (laughs) good luck (laughs) yeah you don't want to train a beginner Exactly. Well, maybe, were you clear maybe, about that? Like, did you guys meet online? Were you clear about that in your profile that you were looking for someone who is outdoorsy and that these are the things that? I mean, my profile picture is me holding a fish. So I don't think there's anything more outdoorsy than that. Yeah, you know? but a goldfish so... doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a salmon on a plate right. doesn't count. But my friends like that like he goes out on deep sea fishing adventures and Mudding. he likes doing and i don't 
and I don't like I went one time and I was out and it's fine because that's what he chooses to do with his own time. And he was like, thank God. Now, I mean, he wants me to go and I'm like, uh-uh, I can't. Yeah. I only got one fishing trip in me and it was not that well as long as he's got other people he can go with even though he would love to share it with you yeah that's what your side piece is for yes exactly (laughs) it's time for recruitment (laughs) right uh wow okay that's too bad we got Allie on the line Allie you still with us yeah i'm just super sorry if i misled you it's just everything you describe that you do it just sounds amazing and i'd love to do those things I, i don't have experience but i'm totally up for it. I need some more adventure in my life. I mean, I didn't get that vibe from you at all. And I don't want to be an ass. Like I, I get that you want to try all these things, but do you think you'd be able to do all the cycling and the rock climbing, you know, things of that nature? Are you athletically inclined is my question. (laughs) I should have asked that then, but here we are on the radio. I mean, that's true. I mean, if you've got someone that is athletically inclined, they could probably, and in pretty good shape, they could pick up on what you're dropping pretty easily. But if you've got, you know, someone that's not been off the couch in a couple of years and I think she's eats willing, a lot of dough, yeah, it could, and not very she's coordinated. She's willing to try those things, but you want somebody who's going to be with you every step of the way, engaging in these activities, and you don't want someone slowing you down, it sounds like. Oh, no. Oh, I wouldn't phrase it that way, but considering what I saw in the date, I feel like Allie has uh, like a really nice physique, and I, I I believe her when she says I could I could do this. So there's only one way to find out, and I think that's kind of like the the funness of this whole experience. How so, did you each uh, last score on your presidential physical fitness <laughs> test? <laughs> How many sit-ups How many did you do? It was only the, <laughs> the rope thing always got me, yeah. Can you pass the first round of America's Ninja Warrior or something like that? Uh, Whoa, no. That's, that's a tall order. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to have to. It sounds like you're going to have to really be committed that it's a lifestyle for him. I mean, I'm pretty coordinated. I've played sports when I was in high school, so I think I can keep up. Well, look at that. I like the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you I guys are willing to go out on a second date, we'd be happy to pay for it. Let's do it. Ooh. Do it. Buy dinner. All right. Dessert. Allie, if you would like to have me on a second date, I would love to be yours on the second date. Oh, how nice is that? Hey. But you're going to have to hike to it. <laughs> He'll meet you at yeah, the top exactly. of the mountain. That's Tell right. me where the second date is. We're actually going to hike the gorge on a three-day adventure down in Kentucky. Yeah, we're going to drop down from a helicopter. Sound good. Do you wear those shoes that have the little individual oh, things the for the toes, shoes? the toe shoes? Oh, my God. Yes, I do have a pair of those. Well, I, I hear they're excellent. Wow. All right, guys, this is awesome. So we'll set it up. You know, we'll just see what happens. Awesome. Sounds great. Cool. Excellent. Uh, let's see, Allie, since you made the call, hang on. We'll say goodbye to Sean, and we'll set this up through Allie. You'll be hearing from her next. Awesome. All right, thanks, thanks man. Yeah. All righty. If you need any help with the second date update, send us an email. Jeff and Jenna, WKRQ.com. Speaking of outdoor activities, I had a dream that I was swimming with Tim last night, which is why oh, it kind really? of freaked me out when you said that, uh, oh, that you, I wanted you'd to like go to go swimming with Joe Burrow. So were you swimming or were you in a hot tub? No, so this is the crazy story, and I I don't normally remember this much from dreams, but here's what I can tell you. Okay. Tim was taking me on a tour. Fritz just walked back in the Sorry room. About that. I'm just filling them in on my dream last night. Jeff had a dream about Tim, and they were almost naked. Yeah, so uh, here's what happened. 
Yes. Let me get, let me get a seat. So in the dream, on. Tim is taking me on a tour of Michigan. Okay. And he takes me by one of one of the Great Lakes. I don't know which one it was, but it was it was. I feel like it might have been Lake Michigan. Okay, it was really sandy. It had these super high dunes and these really high houses. And some of these houses had been washed away, and some of them were built on sand. It looked like, and I made some observation or comment on how some of these are being washed away because of the, they were built too close to the to the coastline. You're like, well, you know, mine's, my house is on another lake, and it's no, that's not a problem that I would even have to deal with. But come with me. I'm going to show you uh, the house that I grew up in. And so we go to the house, and you live on a, on a canal. And so we're walking along the canal, and there were people swimming in it. And so I said, well, let's let's swim. There. Let's dive in and swim. And, and so canal? I dove into the water with clothes <laughs> on, and it wasn't until I was like midair where I'm like, iPhone. No. Oh, yeah. wow. That's all right. It's uh, I need another phone anyway. So did you I'm, wake I'm up seize at that the moment? moment? So I swim to Tim's house, and I hear him <laughs> swimming behind me pissed because yeah. he didn't want to get in the water. Yeah. And then I find out later one of the reasons he didn't want to get in the water was because it's salt water. Don't ask me. Not, not in the Great Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. But he he went in after me thinking I was going to drown myself or something. I think yeah. that was the reason. He was worried about my safety because you were a lifeguard, right? Lifeguard and swim instructor. That it might be why my brain canal. did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so we, anyway, we make it over to your house and we get out at whatever your little canoe slip or landing is or whatever. And I meet your dad and you're not one brother. You have two brothers. Oh, okay. Yep. And all of them are police officers, uniformed. That'd be cool. Yep. What did you eat before bed? This is great. I had a bowl from BB Bop with oh, kale, yeah. kimchi, uh, edamame, telling you, cabbage, Asian food sesame oil. Brings on the best dreams, man. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Totally. I'm telling so you. So how did it end? Uh, it ended with you telling your brother, yeah, and then he jumps in freaking salt water like an idiot. <laughs> you're just so irritated and disgusted with me, and you're pissed because you're all wet. And I'm like, come on, man. That was fun, though, no? Hey, I take you on a uh, tour of Michigan anytime, Jeff. And we I, don't have to jump in any water. I also had a work dream last night. And as soon as you brought it up, it brought it back to me. That I had a dream that someone from this radio station and someone from B105 hooked up. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it. Like, they actually did it, did it. Oh, I know oh. who it was. Yeah. It was at the two people I think. I know who you're yes. thinking of. Yeah. Because, yeah. So she, because she's got a little and thing for him. Foundation. You think she does? She oh, no. said it on there their show. Fa- yes. Oh, really? That's why I had this dream, because there was a foundation laid via a video from someone at a competing radio station where she had to talk about who the sexiest coworker was, and she picked someone on this station. And nobody said who it was, so I'm not going to reveal that. But Tall. they hooked up in my dream, and everybody was like, oh, we knew, we knew. I wonder if that's foreshadowing. Mm. You know, know, there's always, it's been a long time since there's been that kind of intermingling within the building that I'm aware of. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, in radio is very common. Oh, it's common. Very common. Yeah. So, you know, either there's no some stuff going you, on that's really secretive. I think people have just huh. gotten better at, at hiding it, 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 do you think? DL. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
I don't know, but I really not the younger ones. Forgot about that until you mentioned. That. Well, not the yeah. single ones. No. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah, not the single ones. Exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, your shot at one thousand dollars. We're going to play the one K letter of the day, Friday edition. Next, first, another check on the roads. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hello. What's, what's happening? What's happening? Not much. Just driving back from taking my kiddo to school. Oh, does that mean you got the rest of the day all to yourself to do nothing? No, I wish. I also have a two-year-old, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, the kiddo that's in school, how old? He's 10. 10. And uh, what's he studying? <laughs> <laughs> um, he has big goals of getting an MIT and being a mechanical engineer. So wow. Really? Love that. Yeah. I love that. That would be yeah. nice. Have you ever visited the MIT campus? No, but I would love to. That's that's on our bucket list of things to do here in the next few years. It's like walking through the future. It's so oh, wow. wild and futuristic. It's like just walking the grounds. If you ever have an opportunity to go to New England, just take take a stroll through that campus. It's crazy. Oh, we absolutely will one yeah. day. Yeah, feel like you're in another world. <laughs> you really do. All right. Well, let's try to win you thousand dollars. Yeah, let's do All it. Right. So I hope you like football. I do. Okay, good, because we got a little bit of a theme happening here with today's okay. 1K letter of the day. So, Jeff, give her a give her a letter that's football friendly. I swear to God, I did not pick this letter. This was not this was not intentional. This is totally random. <laughs> you got the letter F as what in do football. You know? Football. All right. <laughs> football. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> ah. So I'll turn the music down. Richie just put thirty seconds on the clock. Okay. And I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. Here we go. <laughs> With the letter F, name something you wear to a Bengals game. A sweater. Something orange. A football. Something black. Ford. Something striped. F-150. A football term. Fumble. A football city. Of pass. A mascot. Pass. A tailgate food. Finger food. A beverage. Um, Fanta. A condiment. Uh, Fanta was great. I was thinking Fanta, and you got it. Uh, I love it. Uh, I was thinking Fresca. Oh, Fresca would have been great, too. Uh, football City. Yeah. You could have said Frankfurt. I mean, yeah, anywhere, I mean, any really. city you could argue. Fayetteville. Yeah. Football City. Yeah, yeah Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Yeah. That's true, yeah. yeah. Fairfield. Yeah. Fairfield. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, man. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fritos, I was thinking, too, would have been another fun. Can I guarantee you on game day, if you go through the tailgating lots, chances are you may very well find an F-150 that is striped. <laughs> That's oh, true. Sure. Right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> So you no, got one, good. two, three, four, five, six. I counted seven. I that think so. Yep. That's pretty good. Yep. All right. Not bad for my first try. Not bad. Nope. Not bad. <laughs> no, you started off really quick, too, which is great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The That's city fumbled me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're just thinking NFL. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, have a good yeah. weekend. Thank you so much. You, too. It was yep. fun. Take All care. Right. Good day. Okay, good day. Take it easy. It's 8.35. Weather-wise, mostly cloudy, cold, possibility of a stray snow flurry, and a high around 40, close to 30, and a little cooler tomorrow, too. High 37. Right now, 35.
And Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.